0: to the Shut the Fork Up podcast with your host and your fat positive big sister, Destiny Murtaugh. Join us for your weekly dose of unhinged FaceTime energy with your bestie, where we talk about literally forking everything. Let's go, bitches. What the fork is up, bitches? Welcome back to Shut the Fork Up podcast. First of all, I just need to say, if you can hear like a trickling of water in the background right now, that is the fish tank. I don't, I don't know how to get rid of it. There's literally one fish in this entire freaking fish tank. But my parents, you know, they're, they're just keeping this one fish in a bougie ass, big ass fish tank. So we just got to deal with it. I don't know why it's super sensitive to me today, but it's all I can hear. But anyway, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode four, which is crazy. It's also, what, the second last week of June, which is also fucking insane. And we have a lot to talk about today, so we're just going to dive right into the Bad Bitch Breakdown. If you're new here, it's just a little segment we do at the beginning of every episode so we can talk about, like, any, like, pop culture or personal things or whatever that don't really fit into the main portion of the podcast But I want to talk about anyway. So I only have a couple things to talk about. The first of which is Renee Rapp. You guys, if you've been listening, you know that I forking love Renee Rapp. She is releasing a new album, I think in July. And she announced the other day that she was going on tour. And I'm so excited, or rather, I was excited because tickets went on sale this morning and I didn't get any. They were already sold out. I'm really, really hoping that they add more or they add like a second venue because it's sold out in literally minutes. <sighs> I'm so sad. Like, oh, God, I just, I love her music so much. I loved her new single, Snow Angel, which is what the entire tour is called. The entire album is called. Like, I was just so excited. Uh, so if you happen to be listening to this and you get your hands on an extra Renee rap Snow Angel tour ticket, let me know because I will gladly come with you. I was literally going to just get one ticket for myself because I don't really know anyone else who loves Renee Rapp like I do. Speaking of concerts, Miss Taylor Swift announced yesterday a buttfuck of new international tour dates all over the UK and Australia and Singapore and Brazil and Mexico. Bitch, where the fuck is Canada. Did you just forget about us? Taylor Swift has always come to Canada. She has never not come here, whether it's just a Toronto show or she's gone to like Vancouver and other places. I mean, like Taylor, Taylor girl, what if I just called Taylor up? What if I just called her up and begged her for tickets? At this rate, I'm gonna have to go on a fucking UK trip to go see my girl. Anyway, I'm really hoping I've been seeing some people saying that maybe she'll be doing like another leg of the tour after these new dates, which would be Canada and maybe some more US stops. I don't know, because she already did so many in the US that I don't really know if she would do that again. I'm holding out hope that she's just going to come to Canada since we're like, a big fucking country. And she's just going to play a couple of shows here all throughout, like not just Toronto. She'll go to like Vancouver, PEI, Nova Scotia, Quebec. Anyway, I don't know. It's getting more and more bleak and I really don't want to talk about it, especially because, guys, I am so fucking mad. My friend Jessie and I are going to Seattle in July and we just realized the other day that the day we fly into Seattle is the day after the Ares tour. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. We tried to change our flights and we can't. Not that we even had tickets to Seattle and there probably are none, but guys, (laughs) when we're flying in, people are going to be flying out. We're going to see their bedazzled costumes and their rhinestone cowboy boots and everyone's going to be talking about the heiress tour and we just missed it. And now that I don't even know if we're getting Canadian dates, I really, I'm actually, oh my God, I just shed a tear. I'm actually so upset. So if anyone is in the UK or Australia and is listening and wants a roommate for like a week, let me know because I will come to you and we can go to the Arrows tour together. And then kind of like the last thing that I just saw that I wanted to talk about is The Summer I Turned Pretty Season 2. I, I never read the books, but I absolutely loved the first season. And listen, I know, I know that most of you, if not all of you, are on Team Conrad. I am a Team Jeremiah girly. And listen, do I have a feeling she's going to end up with Conrad? Yes. I think for me, it just boils down to the fact that I'm, me personally, am more attracted to Jeremiah than I am Conrad. (laughs) Um, but I don't know. I also just, like, love their energy together. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We will see what happens this season, but currently am Team Jeremiah, but I'm open to becoming a Team Conrad girly, especially because it is not lost on me that, All of the Taylor Swift songs in the Summer I Turned Pretty occur at Conrad and Belly moments, which I feel like is particularly significant. Oh my God. Also, speaking of, can we talk about the version of August that we just got in the Summer I Turned Pretty season two trailer? I need it. I need it on streaming immediately. It was far superior. It just, oh God, it felt like summer. There's just something about that version that was so... It was so good. Also, I am sweating fucking balls right now because my father returns to turn the air on and in order to film this episode, I had to turn off all the fans and woo, I'm already getting spicy. Thank God I have an iced coffee from McDonald's. We are ready to go. Hold on, let me take a sip. Okay, so that's pretty much all I have for the Bad Bitch Breakdown today, mainly because I am just so excited and I have so much to say about the main portion of this video. So let's get into the curvy bits. Woo! Today, I'm kind of giving you like a big girl's guide to surviving summer. Because listen, if you are a fellow fatty, there is a good chance that summer is your least favorite season and that your body just doesn't do well in the heat. And I know that is a case for a lot of the plus size community. It is 1000% the case for me, despite the fact that I am Jamaican. My body just, mm, nope, does not like the heat, does not like summer. So I thought this could be kind of a fun video to just talk about some of the things that I do, some of the products that I use, um, that make summer a little bit more bearable. Because I am in... My era where I want to enjoy the sun. Like, I wanna get a tan. I wanna go to a pool party. I wanna enjoy summer. And I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself. We're gonna talk about that in a second, but I'm just, I'm at a place right now where I want to be in my summer era. So we're going to talk about it and we're going to talk about some tips and some products and just get into the things. So kind of as like backstory, I guess, which I kind of just said, but I'm fat. I've been fat for majority of my life. I have gone through many a summer as a plus size person. And like I said, pretty much every summer I'm fucking miserable, not only because my fat potty doesn't like the summer, but also because my migraines are triggered by the heat, which is unfortunately something that I can't really control So that aspect of my summer always sucks. But in terms of everything else, (laughs) we're going to talk about it and maybe work through some things, work through some things together on how we can just make this summer better. Because listen, big girls deserve to have a hot summer too. Okay, so let's get into my big girls guide to surviving summer. Number one is your mindset. And listen, I know that that is so cliche of a place to start, but honestly, what you put out into the world is what you're going to attract back. So if you are constantly talking negatively about summer, about the heat, about your body, that's the kind of summer that you're going to have. You're going to have a really miserable, crappy summer. And listen, that is just not the vibe that we are going for. I lost my job in March, if you didn't know, And, um, shortly after that, I booked a two week vacation to Jamaica to just run the fuck away, soak up some sun, which seems really ironic considering the entire concept of this episode and the fact that I don't really enjoy the heat. But I have family in Jamaica, so I was like, you know what? Low cost maybe a high reward. So when I was in Jamaica, I was struggling the first couple of days. I was having really bad migraines. I was just so uncomfortable and just not doing very well in the heat. But I had my five-minute journal with me and I started this kind of routine of every morning I would get up, I would make myself a cup of tea, I would go sit out on the veranda and watch the sunrise and Our house is a farm, so I would, like, see all the cows walking by and everything. And then I had my five-minute journal with me, um, which is, if you don't know, the five-minute journal is kind of amazing. It's like a pre-written out journal for you with questions. Hold on. I have it right beside me. Let me pull it out. So basically, um, it's totally undated, so you you can fill it, like, as frequently or infrequently as you like. It doesn't really matter. But there are three different sections for the day, so it's three things you're grateful for three things that would make your day great. And then two daily affirmations. So under the daily affirmations category, let me look actually, because I can go back. I got to Jamaica on April 1st. So let me scroll back here. Oh my God, wait, hold on. I'm literally going to shit my pants. Please hold. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. I'm back. I'm so sorry. Apparently the McDonald's went right through me. (laughs) Anyway, so I was in Jamaica your bitch was struggling. And I started to fill out my five minute journal every single day. So your girl was struggling. And under the daily affirmation, I had been writing, I am the luckiest person that I know, which is something that a another content creator puts in hers that I really enjoyed. So I started to write that every day. But what I added (laughs) was, I am one with the sun. I wrote that every single day. And listen, I'm not saying that it was some like, amazing, like transformative thing. And I never had another migraine and I was totally happy and living my best life in Jamaica. But like low key, I think it just helped me put all of that negative mindset further back into my mind and helped me focus on some of the positives. And I started to write that in my journal every single day. And I was still kind of getting headaches, but I think my body was just starting to like, adapt to the environment that I was in. But like I said, my mindset had just gotten so much better. Like, I am one with the sun. The sun is not going to bother me today. We are going to coexist. I'm going to live my best life and get a beautiful tan and soak up, like, mm, just soak up all of the salty air and the salty ocean. And that's what I did. I don't know. It like tricked me into thinking that I was a summer girly. (laughs) I was just faking it until I made it, and I ended up having an amazing time in Jamaica. So I think our mindset is just so, so, so important. Like I said earlier, like if you're just constantly putting out all this negativity, then that's the kind of energy that you're going to attract this summer. And that is just not what we are about. We are going to have a hot girl summer. We are going to do whatever the fuck we want. We're going to do whoever the fuck we want, you know? Like we are switching our mindset. We are focusing on the positives, like the fact that we can get tanned and we can go outside and sit in a lounge chair by the fire and read our smutty books. Like there are a lot of positives to summertime that we are going to be taking advantage of this year. And then kind of something else that I want to talk about with mindset here is know that you are allowed to take up space. This is something that I think every plus size person struggles with, not just in the summertime. This is definitely like a year-round problem. You know, like, I think this just comes down to like a cellular level, literally. It is something that has been so ingrained in us since, you know, at whatever point you were fat, whether that was like pretty much your entire life or whatever. It's just been so ingrained in us to take up as little space as possible. That is just... That's not okay. If you need someone to give you permission to show up authentically this summer and to take up the space, this is me giving that to you right now. Because you are allowed to take up space. You are allowed to, you know, go... Onto a boat or go to a water park. You are allowed to exist comfortably and confidently in your body. You are allowed to get on an airplane and travel wherever the fuck you want to. You are allowed to take up space. Okay, say it with me. Ready? You are allowed to take up space. And I think believing that, truly, truly believing that, is just another thing that we kind of almost like my affirmation. Like you just need to remind yourself of that every single day whether that looks like you going out and getting yourself a five-minute journal and putting that in your affirmations every single day, whether that's putting a sticky note on, like, the corner of your computer or on your mirror, whatever that looks like for you, if that's just, like, a little thing that you say to yourself every morning when you wake up, I want you to believe it. I want you to believe that you are worthy and you are valid and you are allowed to take up space, damn it. I want you to take up space. I want... To see you living your life authentically and confidently and comfortably, and just having the hottest summer of your life. So, mindset is so, so important. And I put it first because I think it really is the foundation for everything else. If you have a good mindset and you can tell yourself that you're going into summer, but you're going into it positively, like you are one with the sun, you are going to attract good things this summer. You are going to be happy. You are going to soak up the sun and you are going to shine bright. Just, you need to remember all of those things and just try to approach summer with a more positive mindset. Something that I think kind of goes along really well with a mindset or intention is routine. And I think especially for the summer, creating a morning routine and or a night routine. So if you do one, the other or both, I think morning and night routines, I mean, listen, I'm not coming on here to tell you that I have like this immaculate morning and night routine that I do every single day with like 16 steps of skincare and yoga and journaling, because honestly, that's just not me. As much as I want that to be me, as as much as I want to be a type A girly, I am a type B girly through and through. I think that there is a lot of merit in having a routine, especially in the summer. Hear me out. When I think of morning routines, I think of stability. I think of, you know, something that is setting you up every single day or that is winding you down and, like, letting you reflect on the day. And I think, especially during a season where you are already kind of on edge and you're already not in the greatest headspace and you're already maybe not wanting to go do anything, having that routine every single day is going to give you something to look forward to. And especially because, I mean, if you wake up early enough, the morning will be a little bit cooler than the rest of the day. So you can really take this time to set your intention for the day, set your mindset for the day, set yourself up for success. Maybe that looks like doing your skincare in the morning and making sure that you're putting on sunscreen and maybe that looks like, you know, doing yoga or going for a hot girl walk and listening to your favorite podcast. Hello, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Whatever that looks for you, like for you, like a morning routine doesn't have to be anything crazy. It could literally just be wake up at a certain time every single morning, make your bed, brush your teeth, eat a breakfast, boom, morning routine. If it's something that you do every single day, then that's a routine. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. But I think just that little bit of stability will make your day-to-day summer experience a little bit easier and make that first point of your day a success and something that is comfortable. Because I think a lot of summer and a lot of the reason why people don't enjoy summer is because there is so much room for things to be uncomfortable, right? When it comes to, you know, bathing suits and swimming and body image, like there is just so much pressure that can be on you, that setting a routine first thing in the morning or last thing at night, something that you don't really have to think about, that you just start doing kind of subconsciously. Like, you can just go through the motions. You know what your plan is. Like, that is just one more thing that's not going to give you decision fatigue for the day because you already have it preset. Does that make sense? I just think... It's something that could really help you for summer, and it's definitely something that I want to start integrating into my everyday life. I have just been feeling so low on energy lately, and I think it's because I've been staying up really late with my mom watching Dawson's Creek, which I am Team Pacey, by the way, and if she ends up with Dawson, I'm going to literally lose my marbles. No spoilers. We're only on season four, but... mm, mm. If she doesn't end up with Pacey, oh girl! And they have like their little like enemies to lovers moment. I can't. I can't. It's so good. What was I saying? (laughs) Oh, morning routines. I just. I've been feeling so low on energy. I've been feeling so blech lately. Like it's been taking me a couple of hours to actually get out of bed. And I'm going to talk about this in another episode. I think I'm just going through a lot. I mean, I know that there are other people who are going through a lot too. So I'm going to make an episode talking about kind of where my headspace is at lately. Oh my God. All that to say is that I want to start implementing a morning routine like ASAP, maybe as of like tomorrow, because I think it will help me if I can develop a routine. I think that will help me a lot. Like I said, to just have something that I know what's expected of me, and I can do that same process every single day, and I think that will help a lot, especially because I do want to wake up earlier and enjoy the sun, or not even really the sun, but enjoy being outdoors before it's so hot that I don't want to be outside. (laughs) I'm living at my parents' right now, and they have a beautiful back patio so I think I want to make part of my routine, like getting myself a cup of tea or a cup of coffee like and going and sitting out on the patio and maybe reading some of my smut or doing my journal or whatever and just enjoying some time outdoors while I actually enjoy being outdoors because it's not ridiculously hot. Okay, the next thing I want to talk about is anti-chafing methods. Because listen, possibly the worst part of summer, aside from the heat, is Chafing—it It is something I think that we all dread. And while chafing is something that can happen to everyone, it is definitely something that is extremely common for plus size folk or anyone who has thick, juicy thighs (laughs) that are rubbing against each other um, when you're walking or whatever during the summer. Thankfully, a lot of really great products have been created in recent years that can help with this. I'm going to give you some, and I know that there are a bajillion more out there, so I encourage you to do your own research, whether that's on Google, Instagram, TikTok. I know a lot of people are talking about chafing now that we're getting closer and closer to summer. First of all, my personal holy grail product is the Mega Babe Thigh Rescue Anti-Chafe Stick. Listen, this bitch it is, it, it almost looks like a deodorant bottle. Like that's the kind of shape to it. This bitch works beautifully. I used it every single day that I was in Jamaica. I would just rub it all over my thighs. And we did a fuck of walking and hiking and swimming and playing. And I didn't chafe once, which if you know you know how unreal that is. Like, if I hadn't been wearing that, my poor thighs would have been blistered and red and angry, and I would have been even more miserable, and I would have hated everything, and I wouldn't have wanted to leave the farm at all. So, I 1000% recommend the Babe Thigh Rescue Anti-Chafing Stick. It just, it truly worked wonders for me. I mean, I want you to take all of these recommendations, not necessarily with a grain of salt, but just remember that everybody's body is different and certain things are going to work really, really well for some people and they're not going to work as well for others. That's why I encourage you to really do some of your own research. But these are just some things that I have either personally used or I have friends who are also plus size who use these things and swear by them. There's this company called Thigh Society, and all they make are shorts, sweat-resistant and, like, anti-chafing shorts, essentially. They have a bunch of different styles. They have, like, cooling ones. They have the original, so the thickness of the material can change, and, like, I think some of them are a bit more see-through than others to be worn, like specifically underneath of like a dress or a skirt. And I think some are thicker, so you could wear them as kind of like a biker short. And what I really love about Thigh Society, I mean, first of all, they're really comfy. They had gifted me a pair like last summer, I think. Um, They were really comfy. They worked really, really well. But what I really love is that they come from size extra small to a 6X and my fat heart just soars when I hear that. It can be really hard to find clothing in general that fits plus size people, but I can confirm that the the Thigh Society short does fit up to a 6X, which I love. The next product is one that I haven't myself tried, but I do know a lot of people who have used it who really, really enjoy it, and it is the Lush. Oh, I think I made a typo here. Um, it's the Lush, I think it's Silk Underwear Dusting Powder. I might have written that down wrong. It's something underwear dusting powder. And this is just the powder that you like put onto your thighs or wherever it is that you're chafing. And I've heard really, really good things about it. I haven't tried it myself. I haven't tried a lot of Lush products, to be honest with you, because there's not one near where I live, but I have heard good things about the Lush one. So I can recommend that. And then if you're looking for something that maybe you already have in your bathroom because, you know, I don't know, maybe you're on a budget or you're just not sure about anything else and you don't want to like spend money on other methods. If you have Vaseline, the petroleum jelly, or deodorant, I mean, I know I use deodorant forever. It works... I mean, for me, it wasn't, like, a perfect solution, but it did offer some comfort. I just found that it wore off really quickly, so unless you're, like, maybe you grab, like, a mini one and stick it in your purse or something, but those are two options for you that you might already have in your bathroom, but again, I just encourage you to do some research. I know that there are a, like, bajillion different products now designed to help with shaving. Like, I know that... I think it's Spanx has their own version of a short that you can wear that helps with chafing. I think Skims also has some. So I know that there's a lot of other products out there that you can look into. Okay, my next tip is that I want you to invest in your comfort. And what I mean by that is... Summer, like I said, can already be so uncomfortable. So why make that work worse on yourself? (laughs) Find or invest in things that are going to make your summer more comfortable, but also like just easier for you. So that could be something like investing in a good pair of comfy shoes for your hot girl walks. Because if you have some janky ass sneakers that you got from Walmart when when you were when you were in like grade eight. You know, you might not wanna go on your hot girl walk every day because you come back and your feet hurt so fucking bad that you have to soak them. Like, that is just not the vibe. That is not going to help you have a great, bodacious, big bitch summer. And that is the energy that I want for you. So maybe you invest in some good shoes for your hot girl walks. Maybe that looks like getting yourself a new pair of sunglasses that you actually like wearing in public, something that you feel cute in, you feel confident in. You would be okay with like taking some cute pics in your sunglasses. Those kind of things, I think, can be really helpful. It seems stupid and it's something so small, but I think it really can have a great impact on you because it's just something that's making your summer a little bit better, you know? Something also like getting a sunscreen that works for you, but also doesn't leave a white cast, a weird gross texture on your skin that you don't like, so you're not going to wear it. The whole point of sunscreen is to wear it, especially in the summer So get one that you actually want to wear and it's not like a hassle, it's not a chore to go into the back of your closet and find your sunscreen and put it on every single day. I was using the Supergroup Unseen Sunscreen when I was in Jamaica and (laughs) low-key... low-key, I think it gave my face burns. I don't know if it was the sunscreen itself or if it was just that I was like getting burned really bad regardless. So I don't know if I would recommend the Supergoop one. So I encourage you to find one that actually does and that way you want to wear it, right? And it becomes less of an inconvenience and something that becomes part of your routine going back to, you know, our tip a couple tips ago. Other things could be like going and getting your nails done. I personally love having my nails done this summer, like I just feel so cute and so put together when my nails are done. And obviously that is a luxury for some people. Like you can't afford to just get that done all the time or every two weeks or whatever. But if it's something that you can't afford and that you do enjoy, like maybe go do that. If it's something that's gonna bring you joy and make you feel a little bit more confident during the season, why not? Same thing with like going for a wax. If you hate shaving your legs. Or maybe you're like me and you're like incapable of getting all the hair off of your legs. I don't know if it's just because I'm fat or if it's because I'm inflexible or maybe both, but I struggle so much with getting like all of the back of my thighs. So maybe you're going for wax and just getting everything taken care of for you and ever comfort Looks for you, do things that can help you achieve that. So, whether that's getting new shoes, new sunglasses, new sunscreen, getting your nails done, going for a wax, getting your hair done, whatever it looks like, invest in that. Like, invest in yourself, especially if you already feel miserable in summer. Like, why not give yourself something to look forward to? Give yourself something that's going to make things a little bit better and a little bit nicer for you. I am certainly going to be on the hunt for a new place to get my nails done now that I'm living back in my hometown because I haven't had them done in so long, and I miss them, and my nails are just so janky, and I want nice, fun nails again. Like, I hate this shit. The next thing I think is something that, I mean, I know I have struggled with it for most of my life, and I know that this is where a lot of people's struggles and insecurities with summer come from, and that is clothing and swimsuits, right? The first thing is, like, I want you to hear me when I say that it is okay if you show skin this summer. Like, it is okay if you show skin, if your stomach is showing, if your arms and, like, your bat wings are showing, if your legs are showing, it is okay. You do not have to hide your body away. It is perfect and beautiful and so uniquely yours and I want you to hear me when I say that because I know I know from personal experience of trying to cover everything up and feeling so insecure and so uncomfortable in my skin but we're just not carrying that energy with us this summer I want you to dress appropriately for the weather and that might sound so stupid but I know that I didn't like I would be that bitch in the summer wearing long sleeves and wearing like capri pants that almost went down to my ankles because I hated my body and I didn't want anyone to see my baggy arms or my cellulite or my stretch marks. But that just made summer worse for me. It made me absolutely miserable. I was so, so susceptible to heat stroke and heat exhaustion uh, because I was literally cooking myself. Like I was wearing clothes that were not appropriate for warm weather and that was just making me literally physically sick, and I do not want that for you. I don't want that for you at all. So I want you to dress appropriately for the weather. And maybe this looks like, you know, having to go through your closet and finding clothes that you actually feel not only comfortable and confident in, but that actually fits you. If you have a pair of shorts in your drawer from last summer and you pull them on and they don't fit anymore, that is okay honestly, I swear to you, that is okay. I want you to remember that clothes are designed to fit you, not the other way around. So if you have that pair of jean shorts in the summer that are now too small for you, that's okay. Donate them, sell them, take your ass to a store and get a new pair of jeans actually in your size that actually fits you because that's just going to help so much. Like if you are stuck with a pair of jean shorts or shorts or pants or whatever, shirts, whatever it may be, that don't quite fit you anymore. Like maybe they're too big, maybe they're too small and they just, they're making you feel icky, but it's all you have. That is just gonna contribute to you feeling more insecure and feeling more uncomfortable in your body. Like I said, like we're not carrying that with us. So maybe that looks like you having to go on a little bit of a, not not, not a shopping spree per se, because I don't want you to go like blow through your savings. But maybe that looks like going to a store and getting yourself like one new pair of jean shorts or going and getting yourself, like, a couple new tank tops, whatever that looks like for you, I want you to find clothes that fit you and that you feel confident in. Because I think a lot of what we hate about summer stems from our insecurities and our body image issues and, like, this whole idea of, like, having a beach body, which is so fucking ridiculous. Like, if you have a body and you're at the beach, you got a beach body. If you have a bikini and you have a body, you have a bikini body, right? Don't make it more complicated than it is. So find clothes, find swimsuits, find clothes and find swimsuits that fit you and you feel comfy in. If you are looking for plus size swimwear wrecks, I have a couple for you. So get yourself a pen and write this shit down. Amazon, I know, I was surprised too. But a couple of my swimsuits that I got for Jamaica were actually from Amazon and they fit really well. They were really good quality and I wore them a lot when I was in Jamaica. Going along with that, I also got one, it was from Amazon, but it's from the brand she You can shop she like on their specific website too, not just on Amazon. And I wore that swimsuit a ton. You will see it all over my Instagram. It's the one that kind of had like mesh in between and underneath my boobs. It was such good quality, it was so comfortable, and it came in a lot of sizes. I also recommend, there's this brand called You Swim, and they make super, super cute swimsuits. They are a little bit pricier, But they are also, like, size inclusive, which we fucking love. NYX is another one, though I will say that they are not as size inclusive as I wish that they were. Like, if your body is similar to mine and you exist as, like, a 22-24, you might, like, just fit into their biggest size. So... I would say if you're kind of like a smaller fat, NYX would be a good one for you because their quality is insane. They just don't quite have the size options that you might need. Pennington's is also a great one. They have recently come out with a lot of swim. I haven't tried any of their swim yet, but I know from shopping at Pennington's, a butt fuck. Oh, actually, I did have a swimsuit from Pennington's. Never mind. I had a swimsuit from Pennington's that I wore in Jamaica, which I also loved and that also fit me really well. Penningtons is, like, a plus-size company, so they, they have, like, good size options, um, if you're plus-size. And then kind of like an underdog is Walmart. Now, I will say I haven't shopped Walmart fashion in maybe, like, a year, but I have definitely gotten swimsuits from them in the past, and I wouldn't say that they're, like, amazing quality or anything, but you can usually find some, like, kind of cute designs. And if it's just for the summer. And you know, you're just looking for something for like your backyard pool or whatever, I would recommend Walmart. They usually have like a decent array of sizes. But all in all, I think that your clothes this summer are so important. Like again, like dress appropriately for the weather, find things that actually fit you and you feel confident confident in. And just wear the hell out of those things. Literally, who gives a fuck? Think of yourself. When you go to the beach, are you like paying attention to what other people are wearing? Or are you just having fun with your friends? reading your book, playing mermaids in the water. Like, I would bet that you're doing the second one. Nobody is paying attention to you. Everyone is just trying to have a good summer. Everyone has their own insecurities and their own shit that they're dealing with. So, just wear the swimsuit, wear the shorts, wear the tank top, just wear it. Last Thursday, Thursday? Yes, last Thursday, I was in Toronto for the Busy Blooming event, which, first of all, was amazing it's hosted by the founder of busy blooming her name is tess she is also a tiktoker i think she just hit 90k which is so exciting because i think she had like 10k at the start of the year so girly is killing it but she had her event in toronto and it was so so much fun and there was like a panel and networking and goodie bags it was just a blast i loved it on the panel one of the speakers was talking and she was talking about the power of saying yes and the power of saying no. And I really, really enjoyed what she was saying. And I think it pertains to this episode. So I want to share it with you. Know the power of saying yes and the power of saying no. Open yourself up to new opportunities and experiences. Don't say no to something simply for the sake of saying no. Simply for the sake of like not wanting to go in, not wanting to go out in the heat or not wanting to wear a bathing suit in front of people at the beach. Like sometimes you just need to say yes And go out of your comfort zone. Like there is power in saying yes to something that you maybe would have said no to. And usually like those times when you say yes, when you really wanted to say no, are when amazing things happen. Like maybe you go to the beach and you meet the love of your life or you meet someone who becomes like a really good friend of yours who knows what that situation is going to be? And you won't know if you don't go. I know that I am guilty of saying no to a lot of things in the summer because I don't want to leave my house. I want to stay in my AC. I want to stay comfy. But ultimately, like, that in itself is going to lead you to having a pretty crap summer. Like, when it comes to the end of it and people are talking about that, what they did that summer, like, do you really want to say, like, oh, like, had a great summer. I sat in my room in my air conditioning and watched Netflix. Give yourself permission to say yes, to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I'm going to go to the beach today. I'm going to wear my new bikini that I just bought from Pennington's and I'm going to go fucking play mermaids at the beach, cool down in the ocean or in the lake and just like have a great time with my friends or my family. Like sometimes you just need to say yes and take yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone. On the flip side of that, I want you to know that it's also okay to say no when you really need to or you really, really want to. Like, know your limits and play within it. If you are already having a bad day, like, maybe you already feel a headache coming on from the the heat and someone asks you to go do something, like, don't say yes just for the sake of saying yes at that point. Like, protect your boundaries, protect your health, and be like, you know what? I'm already not feeling great. I need to stay in my AC today. Like, you know, like, I'm just not going outside today. I need to protect myself and do what's best for me that is what the speaker was saying like knowing the power of saying yes and saying no like knowing that that power exists in you alone like you can say yes or you can say no and you know why you're saying those things and you know why Or if like you really need to say yes or you really need to say no. So know the power. I've said that like 50 bajillion times, but I really enjoyed what she was saying. Like, oh my God, I'm also sorry. Like this chair that I'm sitting in is squeaking so much apologies, but just know your limits. And I think that's something that I'm going to have to really work on this summer because I am really, 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 really really bad at just saying no (laughs) to everything In the summer, because my body just does not like the heat. But, like you were saying earlier, like mindset is everything. And I want to have a good summer. I want to make memories. I want to go out with my friends. So, just knowing those times that you can say yes. And then also knowing that, mm, you know, just because it's summer and we're trying to make memories doesn't mean that I can't say no. So, knowing the power, again, of when to say yes and when to say no, I think is really, really important. Okay, now we're going to talk about the power of the block button, especially as summer approaches. I think it's something that we could all utilize a lot. Cleansing your social media. If, if say you have, say you're following a bunch of people on Instagram that you've just been following for years. You went to high school together. You never really talk, but you're just following them for the sake of following them. Maybe they're like really skinny. And they're always posting in like their bikinis in like Miami, I don't know, on like a boat with like, I don't know, maybe they're just posting stuff and it's constantly making you feel badly about your body seeing these thinner people in their swimsuits. Because listen, like that can be a trigger, you know, like that can, like that can flare up your insecurities so much. So I want you to know that it's okay if you mute those people or you block them. Like you don't owe anyone an explanation if their account or their content is making you feel shitty about yourself, then cut them off. It doesn't have to be a big thing. You don't have to like message them and be like, I'm cutting you off. Like just mute them. Just block them. Make it so that you're not seeing those accounts so much because then you're just helping to put yourself in a negative mindset, which we don't want, right? Like there's no shame in that. And actually, I think you should celebrate if you're able to put that boundary in place, because it's not an easy thing to do. I'm sitting here saying that. And there are definitely people I can think of on my feed that, you know, I should mute or I should block because they just don't bring any joy to my life and they make me feel shitty about myself. (laughs) So knowing that it's okay to mute people and block people this summer, but also like following more people that uplift you, encourage you to follow accounts that are the complete opposite of that. Like, follow fat people. Follow body positive accounts. Follow people that are making content about loving yourself in the summer and reminding you that it's okay if you have cellulite or stretch marks or saggy skin or whatever it is. Like, follow accounts that uplift you and make you feel good about yourself and make you love yourself. Like, that is the energy that we want this summer. Those are the accounts that you want to see when you are doom scrolling on TikTok or on Instagram. Other people can influence us so, so much. So we need to make sure that we're getting the right kind of influence. I want you to create yourself a hype up playlist. Music is always a guaranteed way to lift my spirits. I, I love music. I love songs. And I think putting, your, putting together like a hot girl playlist for the summer filled with all the songs that make your heart soar and your booty bounce. (laughs) Like whenever you're feeling low or you need a boost, I want you to put on your hype playlist and go dance around your room in your underwear and use a hairbrush as your microphone and pretend that you're like in an early 2000s teen pop movie. It's your hot girl's playlist so it can be filled With whatever brings you joy, whoever brings you joy. Do not let anyone make you feel badly about the type of music that you listen to. This playlist is just designed to give you a boost and to give you something that you can put on when you're feeling shitty that can maybe help you turn that frown upside down. So for me, like I would probably have a lot of Taylor Swift, a lot of Kelly Clarkson, like just singers who really resonate with me and just make me feel good about myself, like Lizzo. And I think music is so, so powerful and it has the ability to really lift our spirits and to just awaken something in us. And I think that's so important for the summer, just to have something to be able to fall back on. Okay, and then my last one is just to stay fucking hydrated. (laughs) There is nothing worse in the summer than getting, like, heat stroke, heat exhaustion, and being dehydrated. Like, that shit just makes you miserable. And if you're anything like me, like, that just makes your migraines and your headaches worse. You just, you need to stay hydrated this summer. So whether that looks like, again, going back to the idea of, like, investing in your comfort, maybe that looks like you finally buying the Stanley Cup that you've been wanting for forever, or the Yeti, or whatever other water bottle will make you actually drink water. Maybe it's, like, one of the venti, reusable cups from Starbucks. Whatever you need to drink more water, like maybe that's getting one of the cute little ice cube trays from Amazon so that you can have like nice cold water. I want you to stay fucking hydrated this summer. And no, as much as it pains me to admit, iced coffee does not count. Tea does not count. Hot coffee, for that matter, does not count. You need water, bitch. So (laughs) again, this is your little hydration break. If you haven't had your water yet, go fucking get some. But staying hydrated is so important. And just like, I guess more to that point, like fueling your body this summer. Actually, yeah, I'm adding that right now. Along with staying hydrated, fuel your fucking body, right? Because I think summer is a time where like things like eating disorders and body image, like I said, can really, really flare up. It is important to remember that like your body needs fuel. Your body needs food, right? We're not starving ourselves, We are not cutting ourselves off. We are not letting other people make us feel shitty about our food intake. You are eating all of the things. If you want to eat a spider dog over the fire, eat a fucking spider dog over the fire. Hell, eat two. If you want to go to Dairy Queen and get a blizzard, go to Dairy Queen and get a blizzard. If you want a pizza, get the pizza. If you want a freezy, eat the goddamn freezy. I want you to fuel yourself and remember that there's no such thing as bad food food has no moral value it's literally just food it is just fuel for your body and every single person needs fuel i am so passionate about this everyone needs food everyone needs fuel there's no such thing as bad food so along with staying hydrated make sure that you are eating and i know that i'm really bad for this when i'm really hot the last thing that I want to do is put food in my body. I don't know if that's like a normal thing, but for me, it is. (laughs) And I really have to make a conscious effort to make sure that I'm eating throughout the day. And I need you to do that too, because it's just not worth it. It is so not worth it to risk making yourself feel even worse. Like why? Why would we do that to ourselves? No. Eat all of the food. Eat all of the things. Okay, so I just added on one more thing. I want you to be a child this summer. I will never forget the feeling that we had on summer break when you were, like, in elementary school. When you were completely unburdened by pressures, by money, by body image. I feel like summers when we were young were completely different vibes. And I want us to channel that this summer. Like, obviously, like, you might have to go to work and that sucks. And we're adults, right? Like, that's just something that we're gonna have to deal with. But I want you to play this summer. Like, go to the beach and play mermaids or make sandcastles with your friends. Go to Center Island in Toronto and do all the rides and just have, like, a picnic. I want you to embrace your inner child. Like, go have fun. Bringing the childhood back into summer as an adult is so important. Like, we need that joy. We need that, like, that unburdened sense of just like existing and playing pretend. I think if you can do things this summer that bring you back to your childhood, or like even just bring back the vibes of like elementary school summer break, those things are going to just light a fire under your ass. I think. Like, they're just going to make you feel so much joy and feel so youthful. And I think that kind of like nostalgia as an adult is so important and can be really beneficial. So I encourage you to let your inner child out and play. Play this summer. Have fun. Live it up. (laughs) Okay, I think that pretty much brings us to the end of this episode. Please let me know your thoughts. My DMs are always open. You can message me on my personal instagram um at it's your desk or you can message the podcast at shut the fork up pod you can also find me on tiktok at it's your desk and youtube at it's your desk i think these are some of, like the core things that will help you have the summer of your dreams and make summer actually enjoyable for once because i don't know about you but i am sick and tired Of spending these two months locked inside, feeling just absolutely shitty about myself, hating my entire life, feeling so unproductive and just gross. You know, I don't want to feel that way anymore, which is part of why I forced myself to to go to Jamaica and really soak up all that sun and enjoy myself. And part of why I'm making this episode is because I just, I wanna have a hot girl summer. I want to be able to live my life this summer and feel comfortable in my body and do things outside of my comfort zone. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next week for episode five. Holy shit. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Shut the Workout Up podcast with your favorite host, Destiny Murtaugh. Don't forget to rate and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast and to follow your host on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at It's Your Desk. Do not forget to be a bad bitch, and we'll see you again on Thursday.